Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Ride of My Life, and I'm Caroline, and uh, this is episode four, and I am excited about being here and talking about all this uh, stuff that's come up over the last couple of days. So anyway, this is actually a big deal for me. It's not easy for me to be so transparent and share my story because throughout my life, I've been in isolation and protection mode um, many times. And it's, this is, this is actually not, um, this is scary. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. And um, the big thing is though, that I am really, I do know myself that I'm diligent and walking through the fear of all this is just really important to me. So that's why I'm here to share my story and hope that it touches someone to touches, inspires um, you guys into whatever is, you know, blocking you or uh, whatever's going on. So um, I'll start off with lots of things are stirring some stress rising to the surface, big changes on the horizon, although I have no clue fully what they are. I can tell you my crystal ball was lost a long time ago. So sometimes I wish I did know, but then where would the fun or the adventure of the unknown be? <laughs> Don't know that. So anyway, um, Monday morning uh, was when I started this process. So on the 22nd, 11-22, um, I woke up at one o'clock in the morning because I was going through trying to figure out how to make sure I could get everything in my car. I just got done packing for a long time and um, it was actually causing a little bit of anxiety and I ended up having to get rid of more stuff again. So this is how this works and that's okay. Uh, and I was just, um, getting everything ready, getting ready to leave. And finally I was able to fall back asleep for a little while at five and then get back up again. I think at six, 15, my normal time, whatever, whatever that was. And then get ready again, finish back in the, you know, making sure everything I could squeeze everything last minute stuff into the car. So that was fun. Uh, <laughs> and it really put me through a test here. And so I've been using all my self-help tools to get through this part and, I'm okay until I start to think about the next thing. And that's when it's game over. And so uh, Monday, I drove back down to South Florida, where I'm at now, to spend time with friends and family for Thanksgiving week and also to prepare for the next leg of my journey. And um, just to bring in the next step with the car um, at, on Monday was still to connect with the carpenter, which... I did manage to speak with him because I didn't initially hear back from him um, prior to that. And I, of course, went into my uh, um, belief that no one is ever there for me. So that which is totally not true. It's full pocky. But nevertheless, it showed up and I was able to just uh, walk through that because uh that kicks in. That's a big one that had the, used to kick in a lot more than it does now, but sometimes it still wears its ugly head anyway. <laughs> um, and so that's what I mean when I say I sit with something. If something comes up, I'm like, Oh, it's okay. You know, whatever I have to, I have to tell myself. Um, back in the, back in the past, I would, uh, go into complete anxiety attack. I need to be in control mode and nothing ever works and I have to, you know, 
nothing ever worked anyway when I was in that space of anxiety. So I've learned to walk through that. And times have changed. Things are different. Um, and this time I waited. And I know I knew that I would be talking to him when I got down here. So um, so that worked out. It worked out. I'll get into that in a moment. Uh, on Monday, I had a pretty long day. Uh, and it felt like the universe was testing me at every angle. And I... I had my moments again, but I, I managed to get through it because this moving thing and changing thing, it's, it's all stressful. And when, you know, when I did it back in April and I'm doing it now, it's like change can cause grief because we're out of our element. We're out of our, you know, normal, we're, we're habitual creatures. We want things to go, you know, to follow something. Most, a lot of us, not everybody, obviously there's people out there who aren't that habitual, (laughs) but, um, anyway, so. The drive down here was uneventful. Uh, once I got into town, I had a lot to accomplish in a little bit of time. And it's been a long 40, well, at that point, it was a long 48 hours of packing the car, driving, unpacking the car into the storage, um, into the storage. And now I get to organize everything. And then I also on Monday had to ship some things from the post office that I sold uh, <clears throat> on eBay and marketplace. So that's all part of this releasing stuff. So anyway, um, I have to laugh at this one because here's where things got a little hairy. I couldn't find my tape and I thought that all of the packages, I had emails with a QR code from, uh, eBay and marketplace, which I did not. And so, um, I took the chance <laughs> And I headed to the post office and found out that, no, I didn't have all the QR codes, like I said. So I could not ship. um, I couldn't ship at that point. So in that first go round, round one. uh, So anyway, I drove back to my friend's house where I'm staying and ended up unpacking my car to look for the tape. At least I got the car unpacked quickly. So that was a plus. Uh, anyway, I did find some other tape and ended up using that. Then I printed out the labels and then I added back to the post office into round two. Now what? All right. So here we go. There was an accident at the intersection just before the turn I needed to make and I couldn't get through. And I had like 20 minutes to get there, ended up finding a different route to get there and everything actually worked out. And I managed to get there with 15 minutes to spare because, the, the post office was about to close and the woman I spoke to earlier let me bypass the 20 people that showed up right before the post office closed, was getting ready to close and just come to the window and take care of everything. Done. So I got that, I, that got accomplished. So the rest of the day kept going and going and going until finally I was just kaput. That was it for me. And by the way, the side note, I found the tape after that adventure and guess where that was? It was in a small bag that I purposely put it in so I wouldn't lose it. And it was sitting there on a chair taunting me in the room that I was staying in. So I think I was on overload. Anyway, so I already knew this week would be rough and having a lot going on. And that was just the first day. So moving into Tuesday, which was yesterday, November 23rd. I was working through some emotions and I also had an update on the car. So, which kind of combined the two, there were other things that happened, which caused things to come up and me to, you know, fall through. But I finally had the phone call I needed to have with the carpenter. And it turns out 
I'll be waiting a bit to build the platform as it doesn't fit into the budget I have right now. So I'm looking at alternatives for that and things that I can still use later on, even with the platform. But right now I need, I have some things I'm, I'm looking at. One of the examples is a cot, which obviously whenever I get a tent, um, I can put the cot in the tent, you know, things like that. So, but I'm not, I'm not forcing things. I'm just trying to kind of one thing at a time. That's another thing for me to work through. So um, now coming to today, November 24th, a lot came up for me this morning and the healing work continues. And I'm in the process um, of getting back into my starfish exercise, which I had started up there, but in the process of coming down here and packing everything, I didn't do it because the nausea that had been coming up curtailed uh, the consistency of the exercise because I just didn't have time to lay down and rest and, re- and relieve the nausea. So um, I just left that alone for a couple of days. So hoping to get back to that soon um, with all that's going on. And hey, you know, life. Okay, so just saying, let me do it while I'm saying it. Okay, breathing is necessary. Deep breathing is even more necessary sometimes. And just walking through all of this and sitting with the challenging emotions that are coming up, this all is, is help, the breathing is helping with all that. So this morning's aha moment, once again, was about money beliefs, of course, after I had the conversation with Carpenter and the other things that happened. And, um, so I want to share what's been coming up for me about this. And for me, in order to feel safe and secure and in control, mostly in the past, learning, obviously I've been saying this, how to walk through it now, I would do things like buy time. And when I say buying time, one of the things I remember I did in my, in my early 20s when I first got married and we really didn't have a lot of money then and we needed diapers and food and things like that. Back in the day, we used to like write a check <laughs> and deposit that check to cover for a week until the check cleared. And in the meantime, um, there would be, uh, 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 we would get paid and we could, you know, replace the money. But if we needed diapers or food, then we did it for that. So it worked. Bought us time. Probably not the best idea, best thing to do, you know, hindsight being what it is. And, um, but we had, we did that. And so that's what I considered buying time. Um, Throughout my life, um, due to the things I was taught as a child and early um, adulthood, uh, a lot from my my dad and uh, the fact that my both my dad, well, my grandparents and my dad went through the depression. So there's that that mentality, that lack mentality, uh, along with a lot of other variations of it, and uh, which um, you know everybody gets their their stories about. Uh, working hard for money and you, you have to, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, you know, whatever your, whatever you heard, whatever your beliefs, there's a lack mentality that comes from that. And um, mine showed up in the fear from the trauma and in safety and security needs, which I have learned in the process that it isn't about the money. It's about feeling safe and secure for me because I never felt safe and secure, but money kind of links in with that. So it, it, it goes, it works together with it in my, in my world. Um, even though I know that I'm safe and secure, 
when I, when money is short, I don't feel safe and secure. So that's the work I do. I'm doing on myself. Um, and it's my thought at this point that all this is showing up to show me again about staying in the moment and gratitude. Gratitude is a big deal and staying in the moment is a big deal too. So whenever I get back into that, that space of gratitude and staying in the moment, things shift for me. And I notice that, but sometimes I, you know, veer off. <laughs> That's human. All right. So I'm working through that. So anyway, uh, yeah. So as far as, um, how the stress thing works, the mind plays lovely tricks on us to protect us from things outside of ourselves that are dangerous, like a tiger chasing us. Well, in most cases, I would think there are no tigers chasing us, but that was what this, or that's what this fight flight stress response was built for, which is danger. Now I've talked about this piece of it, the stress response in stuck mode. We think that Anything that doesn't feel good, whether it's something that happened at work, a fight with a partner, traffic, all these things, which that doesn't feel good. Um, it feels somehow it feels dangerous or life threatening to us, but it isn't obviously. Um, but it can feel that way, especially from having um, traumas that have occurred in our life. And, the, and I talk about that because for me in learning about um this uh, retain moral reflex, the stress reflex as an infant, and how that works with the starfish exercises. There's a piece of this stress response that I'm really discovering for myself because um, I I go through that hypervigilance to protect myself from the world crashing in on me. I've done that for years, and it has and sometimes still feels like it does. And what happens, though, is the best way for me to explain this is that my body begins to shake. My heart rate goes up, feels like everything's going to blow up or fall apart. And these are things I'm working through. Now, that the body response is normal stress response for the fight or flight and where your physiology just takes over, your heart rate goes up, your blood, you know, I mean, there's, there's plenty, plenty of things that happen um, when we go into stress response. So that's what I'm feeling. So I know that's, that it is a stress situation in my, you know, body feeling. And also it feels fear. Like my body feels the fear. It's like, I don't necessarily, sometimes it's hard to explain this. I don't necessarily feel fearful but my body feels it it's like eh. but I know in my head that I'm okay and nothing is really as bad as it seems when my body is going eh. you know so anyway <laughs> that's that's how I, ha- I I explain it with the body so um the fear and the trauma caused my body to feel unsafe and so in my need to control what was going on around me through the hypervigilance I just lost track of myself I mean, I felt like lost and scared and that's, that's like inner child stuff. That's a little girl thing. That's not an adult thing. So that's part of, you know, the healing work and process that I've done on myself and that I work with um, other people on. And for me, um, I've been constantly in the stress response mode for years and a lot of us go through that too. And so now for me to walk through this, I sit with the feeling of the fear. I do the breath work that I've talked about. I remind myself I'm grateful and okay in this moment. And really this moment's all there is. 
And that is how I work with my mind, telling myself this helps me. And the breath work helps my body calm down. Movement helps the body calm down. Any kind of movement, whether it's shaking or walking or running or hitting a punching bag or something, just doing something to tire ourselves out will release that energy. And so little by little, this is all healing for me and I'm seeing shifts in all this. And I'm that I'm hugely grateful for that. And there are days that it doesn't feel comfortable, you know, and I share both. And so what I'm finding is that changing my thoughts, sitting with the emotions, breathing through, learning about myself, releasing these beliefs and all the stuff that I uh, have collected over the year that helps too. Um, these are things that are changing and recreating my life and making things making things better and and I also feel better. I, I also it also is easier for me to walk through these these things that come up sometimes that's that um put me into that stress response. So I can say I am grateful and happy to be alive and in this moment and today is a good day on the ride of my life. And so I just wanted to um once again thank you for being here. Thank you for subscribing to YouTube, which I did find out, um, now I could be wrong, but I'm still learning this stuff. Like I said, the more people that subscribe to the YouTube channel, the more people get to see the, the videos. So if you feel guided to subscribe to my YouTube channel, I really appreciate that. So I can just get this out to more people so they can see this. You know, whatever helps, whatever can help um, in in this uh, journey, this ride that I'm doing for myself and to share. And also, I um, I am a transformational coach. I do have links to my website and other Instagram, uh, Facebook, Facebook group. I think I have my Facebook group on there too. I can't remember. Um, and Substack, which is where my blog and and uh, another place to see this, the pod or hear the podcast is Substack, and that's a subscribable thing, so you can subscribe to that one. And um, there's a, a a free version and a paid version. The paid version helps to support me on the on the road. The free version, you'll still get the information. Um, I'm working on the differences. One of the differences between the free and the paid version is I think I have it on there is that if uh, you have a question you want to ask me on the paid version, if you want, you know, a question, a, a coaching question um, that I could answer, I, I will, I'll do that on the paid version. So that's the difference between the free and the paid. Everything else is still available to everybody. So um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, again, I appreciate uh, you following me. And also supporting and inspiring me because I need that too <laughs> to be an inspiration right now. And then when I get through it, I get, yay, here I am. Anyway. Um, but yeah, this is, this is an interesting ride. I'm glad I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be, uh, or in service to you and, um, we'll see where it goes. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the ride of my life. All right. Thanks so much. Have a great day.